This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So I have a special announcement today. For the first time in three years, Zaxx is doing a promotion on the Value Investor newsletter. I know, it's crazy, right? I've arranged for the Value Investor podcast listeners, that's all of you guys, to have a special link to get the free trial. So you can go to Zaxx, it's Z-A-C-K-S, there's a C in there, Z-A-C-K-S dot com slash value investor. So that's easy to remember, right? So you can go there, you can get a free trial on the special promotion we're doing. So I went to marketing and convinced them here at Zaxx that now would be the time to try this promotion again. As you all know all too well, value has been out of favor for the last five years. We know this, right? We last did this promotion in 2018 and basically nobody cared. It completely bombed, it was awful. They told me we're never doing this again, forget it, forget value. But why is 2021 different? Because value stocks are crushing it. I'm talking classic value stocks that we talk about and screen for on this podcast, as well as what I like to call new era value stocks. Those are the stocks that are trading below that of their industry peers or in their sector. Maybe they missed on earnings or gave an earnings warning, or maybe the entire stock market sold off like last year during the coronavirus sell off, and that created a lot of stocks that were on sale. So a stock on sale has value too. A stock out of favor is the same. That's a value. In both cases, the street has turned its back for whatever reason on those stocks. So those are value as well, even if they don't have the classic value fundamentals. So in the last two years, I bought both of these types of value stocks in the Zacks Value Investor Portfolio. Both types have worked out well um, during both the, the sell-off where we did have to sell a lot of our positions. Uh, they were just getting you know crushed down like everything was, but we were able to get in a lot of stocks that went on sale. So I consider this kind of to be the strategy in this new era of value investing. You have to be nimble to get the bargains and it may mean you don't get some at single digit PEs, but you might get a growth type of stock that goes on sale that maybe you know was trading at 30 times and now it's at 25 times or 20 times or 15 times earnings. You know, not in the classic value range, although 15 times would be, but now it's cheaper after some kind of pullback, you know, a 10%, a 20%, or even more type of pullback in the shares. I'm bringing all this up now because um, this promotion, again, for the value investor means you can go and check out all the stocks in the portfolio, these ones I've been talking about, that I have been adding over the last two years. Now, this promotion will take you to that zax.com slash value investor link and you're really gonna get to look at everything for the 30 days out of all of our portfolios. It's called the Zax Ultimate, and that's the trial. So you'll get the value investor, but you're also gonna get my other portfolio, 
that most of you know I run here, which is the Insider Trader. And that portfolio is actually pretty small right now. There's just four stocks in it, which is the smallest amount I've had in a, a long time, actually. The insiders have been quiet over the last couple of weeks and even over the summer, mostly. They're waiting for some kind of pullback, I feel, and they're waiting to get some deals and stocks on sale. So, um, you know, we're kind of just holding on to our cash in that portfolio. But if you do the trial, you can also see any of the other ones, uh, a couple others that value investors might want to check out, like the income investor that has 27 stocks right now. I know a lot of you like dividends, as I do, too. So there's some interesting dividend plays in that portfolio, some which are values as well. There's a few that overlap with the value investor with my portfolio as well. Uh, we also have the great ETF investor that's run by Zach's director of ETF research, Nina Mishra. She knows all the ins and outs of those ETFs. And then we have a whole bunch of other just kind of fun portfolios, stocks under $10. I know you love them. There's that portfolio and other ones like the headline trader. We have a commodities one, but I digress. Back to the value investor because that's the focus of this podcast and um, of the trial really is that it's really never looked better. That's why I pushed marketing to do this promotion again. We did just have to sell out of two of our oil stocks because of that pullback in crude and the energy sell-off. Uh, we had one of our positions was down over 20% because we had added it over the summer. That was Diamondback Energy, ticker F-A-N-G. It's a big player in the Permian. I've talked about it on the show and on the Market Edge podcast in the past. Um, great uh, EMP explorer and production company in the Permian. But we we just had to exit because it was we were getting beat up pretty bad in that one uh we also owned a, a smaller one that has a great balance sheet magnolia oil and gas ticker mgy is the ticker on that one and we bought that one in january so our timing was a bit better because as you know energy was the best performing sector for the first six months of the year so we had a nice gain in that but it was starting to get beat up a bit too so we pulled out of both of those um, so I still like the energy play and probably we will be adding back into there. Um, who knows when, but we, we likely will be because there's still a lot of value in the energy side, but we currently have seven stocks in the portfolio with gains over a hundred percent and they're all in various different industries. So I found it interesting to see, um, to take a closer look at where, where our bigger winners are coming from. And it's not all the places you might think uh, for value. So two are in internet software. And software's been hot for over a year, several years it's been hot. It was very difficult to get into some of those plays as value investors. Um, but we did manage to get in one that still has a PE of just eight. It's a smaller cap uh, internet software that very few people know about. Um, and that's why that's why uh, I love Zach's because it can unveil and, and find some of these interesting smaller cap companies that have good fundamentals. So we've owned that for over a year. The um, 
other one, I'm not sure why it's in the software, but it's definitely a tech stock. And we bought that one after a after the coronavirus sell-off. Um, another one is in solar. So that's been a hot area. Another one is a REIT. So you wouldn't think you'd find, you know, a big winner in the REITs. Another one is medical products, but I call it wellness. And that stock is really a new era of value. So we got in on that one after the coronavirus sell-off as well. Revenue is expected to be up 52% this year. Its uh, sales are going uh, to $314 million from $206 million last year. Its forward P is more expensive now than when we got into it, even though the E is rising. But it's now trading at 36 times. But I love this little company. So that's in there. Another one is an automotive retailer. We've talked about those many times on the podcast. They're still dirt cheap. So the one I own in the value investor is Penske. I think I've mentioned this before on various podcasts. It's ticker PAG. And its current forward PE is still just 6.6. Its peg is 0.7. It does pay the dividend yielding 2.1%. Uh, It is expected to have an earnings decline next year because this year is the record year with earnings up 97%. So they're expected to make 1310 this year. They only made 664 last year, but even with the earnings decline, still expected to make 1057 next year. So still be a cheap stock even with that earnings decline. If this year is the record earnings, we don't know. Everybody's still trying to buy a car. I don't own one, but I'm certainly not buying one right now because you can't find one, even used. You can't find anything. So um, expect some of that to remain hot, the, the auto side. Then they also have the logistics. We know how hot that has been. Um, so they're kind of a combination, and they're in both the U.S. and the U.K. and Germany, a couple other countries. So this is an interesting play um, globally, kind of, on the auto sector. So that's Penske, PAG. Um, another and the final triple-digit winner is Global Entertainment and Tech Company that mostly remains out of favor and cheap compared to its peers. Nobody pays it any attention except me, apparently. And it's not Apple, obviously, because everyone's paying that attention, but it's Sony. I've talked about them on the podcast in the past as well. Sony, S-O-N-Y, is the ticker. They recently changed their ticker. It used to be S-N-E, but now it's S-O-N-Y, just like the name of the company, because no one was paying it any attention. So they thought, well, we might as well change our ticker to what our name is, right? We all know Sony. So that's easy. It's trading with a P-E of 18 right now. The peg is 1.55. So not dirt cheap, but compared to any of its peers, it's still cheap. It pays a small dividend, just 0.4%. But remember, it has the largest music catalog. It's the top or the best in cameras, especially on your phone. It makes all the cameras for the various smartphones. It entered into a streaming deal recently where it makes uh, Sony movies, makes 22 movies a year approximately, and they're selling those to the streaming services. So they're not launching their own streaming deal, like, you know, service, which I love. Just uh, this deal will actually pay for the costs of them to make all the movies. 
then they they'll get the revenue out of the theaters and then they'll hand it off to the streaming services and it's a win win for everybody don't forget they also have playstation of course and the esports area that they're expanding in they've been buying up companies in esports now so i just love sony out of all the areas they're very diverse it's a diamond in the rough is what i like to call it and they're our oldest holding in the value investor They've been in the portfolio since 2016, but the street still doesn't get it. And it's little followed by even the analysts because it's a Japanese company. And um, so, yeah, it's still a value. And so that one is also a triple digit winner right now. Um, But there are some stocks you would expect to find in the portfolio. If you go over there and check out the, the free trial, you'll see that there's agriculture, there's the home builders, of course, of course, I have to have the home builders in there, right? Those are a single digit. And I still love the home builders here, consider them a buy on these pullbacks. Both are in the early innings of their super cycles. These both are classic value stocks just based on PE right now, because they all remain cheap, even though they've had some nice rallies here. And I'm about to add a new era type of value stock again to the portfolio next week. So I've had several growth companies on my wish list. You know, I mean, just because I'm a value investor doesn't mean I don't like the growth companies. Of course I do. And I've been waiting for some of them to pull back and seeing if maybe we could get them on some kind of sell off. And well, we have had some weakness here over the summer. So a couple of them have gone on sale. So I'll be adding one of them to the portfolio. So you don't want to miss that. And about that being on sale and PEs and, uh, you know, looking at the growth stocks, look at Amazon. Now, I own this in my own personal portfolio, but I bought it a couple of years ago. I'm sure many of you already own it, but maybe you don't. And you're thinking maybe you want to add it, right? But then you, as a value investor, you're like, no, it's way too expensive. Not like on a price basis, although it is over $3,000, but on a, you know, earnings basis, it's too expensive. But really the shares have gone nowhere for the past year. Um, If you go look at the chart, it's basically flat, but the earnings are expected to rise 27% this year. So that's a nice earnings gain after, you know, a pretty big year last year. So they're expected to be 53.27 this year and that's up from 41.83 last year. And then revenue is still expected to grow 23% uh, this year. And so taking a look at that PE, it does have the forward PE of 62. So that's where the value investor, if you're a classic value investor, you'd say, oh, no, Tracy, that's crazy. But that's its lowest P.E. in 10 years, basically. So remember, Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway bought shares of Amazon. Remember, they own it. They bought shares in the first quarter of 2019. And there was this big uproar at the time. They're like, oh, Warren Buffett's buying Amazon. It's trading at 60 times or whatever that everybody was crazed about it. And we know now that it wasn't him who bought it for the portfolio, it was one of the lieutenants. And he went to the annual meeting that year um, a little bit after they bought it. And he had to reassure everyone that the shares had value and, you know, his, 
his lieutenants have told them that for sure there's value in there, but he kind of never explained what the value was and just kind of dropped it. And they never explained it either. And since then, they haven't actually, I don't believe, added to that position um, since they bought it. And it is, a, it is a small position in the portfolio, but nevertheless, they still do own it. But that year, the forward PE did drop as low as 59. So when um, you know his co-managers told them, yeah, there's value here, they, they were right. There was value based on what its historic PE had been. And that, you know, based on what it was doing with earnings, it was trading at its cheapest it's been in a decade. Well, this year it's gone even lower. It, the PE has been as low as 56 this year. Again, it is at 62 right now, but basically it's on sale again. And it did make me wonder when I was looking into this, like, will Berkshire buy more sometime this year? They did not buy this last quarter because we already know from the 13F. And it seems like at least with the lieutenants, that they're basically maxed out. Um, you can kind of tell they're selling a, some shares and a few things, and it looks like they're selling some stuff to basically raise money to, to get into some other positions because they're at 100% invested. So unless it's Warren himself that decides to buy some more, he's got some cash. I think the, the two co-managers are basically at full throttle here. So, so we'll see. But this is the kind of new era value investing I've been talking about. And it takes a little more skill than just buying the low PE or the PEG or the price of sale stocks like we can do on our, our normal classic value screens. You can't really easily screen for the new era value type of companies. You kind of have to do the work. You have to know the company's business. You have to listen in on the conference calls. You have to put it on your wish list and kind of watch and wait for you know it to go on sale. Either those earnings soar and the street's not paying any attention or the shares sell off and the street's not paying any attention and you can get it on sale of some sort. But that's a little bit trickier to do than just like some kind of screen. So, um, yeah, this new era is a little bit more complicated, but I'm uncovering all types of value stocks for the value investor portfolio, both here on the podcast and in the Zach's value investor uh, you know, portfolio that <clears throat> I put out every week. And so it's a good combination of both the classic types like Penske, I mean, six times it's trading at, and then you get an Amazon type of value with which you know is this new era. So I encourage everybody to go check out that free trial. I'm excited for you guys to get in there and finally see what I've been doing and what stocks are in there. I do save all the best stock ideas for that portfolio. So um, a lot of them might be new to most of you on this podcast because I kind of keep it uh, you know, exclusive over there. But remember, you can go to zax.com slash value investor to do the promotion. It's good through August 30th of here, 2021. Uh, but you can always do an ultimate portfolio if you're just interested in going in there and seeing all the stocks, including in the insider trader, which does have value, as I mentioned, in it quite often. I, I get a lot of ideas from the insider trader for value as well. 
So I've covered that on the podcast too, about how you can find some really good hidden gem value stocks based on what the insiders are diving in to buy. So it's a good uh, overlap for me as a value investor to be running both of those portfolios. But there's a lot going on with value stocks. And as I said, this year, we've seen uh, some value areas performing really well, including in the energy side. But even these new era type of values are, um, you know, still have momentum here. And if we're able to get them on sale, then there's a lot of value there. So keep that in mind when you're looking out there for value stocks and that you don't have to be as rigid as, oh, it's PE is, is over 10, so I can't buy that because value comes in a lot of different forms. So let me recap some of the tickers I talked about today. So the two energy stocks that we did have to sell in the value investor portfolio, but I like them both and I would be back into them and maybe soon enough are Diamondback Energy, ticker F-A-N-G. Yes, it's actually FANG. It's the real FANG. F-A-N-G is Diamondback. Magnolia Oil and Gas, it's smaller, but they did just start paying a dividend because they're making so much money with crude over $60. They are unhedged, so that makes them a lot more volatile than some of the others. So keep that in mind, Magnolia Oil and Gas, M-G-Y is the ticker. Then we talked about Penske, the automotive retailer. It's P-A-G, but I like just about any of the automotive retailers, but Penske is the only one that actually has international uh, retail stores overseas. So if you're looking for a little bit more diversity and it's got the logistics side, which is also unique, then Penske PAG is the one for you. Then we also talked about Sony also in the portfolio. It's a hidden gem, a diamond in the rough on the tech side. Um, I get excited every time I talk about it, but the street is still ignoring it, trading it 18 times. It's just Sony, ticker S-O-N-Y, the same as their name now. And then we did talk about Amazon, which I own in my own personal portfolio. It's not the stock that's going to be going into Value Investor next week, but after talking about it, I'm like, huh. Maybe, maybe I should consider it, right? It is in Berkshire Hathaway's portfolio. And of course, its ticker is AMZN. And as always, I aim to bring you as many value stocks and what's going on in the value area every week here on the Value Investor Podcast. And we just recently had that excellent podcast on Benjamin Graham and the Intelligent Investor. And I'm going to be doing some more on what's in that book. And that's classic value, of course, and what investors should be looking for on classic value. Always a good refresher. So be sure to subscribe and get us somewhere. You can get us on Spotify. You can get us on Amazon Music. We're on Apple Podcasts. You can get us with the Zach's Market Edge podcast, which I also do weekly. That's on SoundCloud. You can get two for one on SoundCloud if you get it over there, but be sure to get us somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks.
This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.